No, Adam, I'm the host. Fuck you. Okay. Um. Ah, <clears throat> <laughs> uh, Oregon. When someone says Oregon, think of nature, Mount Hood, Mount Washington, oregano. But there's also Mount Swastika. <laughs> All right, we before we get into so that was such an interesting way to like begin that. You just like Oregon. <laughs> uh, you remember Mr. Pinzone? Did you ever have him? No, I've only heard tales. Was he from Oregon? No, but he talked like that. The way you said that oh. is exactly like how he would like describe. Like he would just be like Beowulf, and then he would just have his his, his hands uh, uh, interlocked at his crotch, basically, and he, it's like he was peck popping or something like that. And he would just make faces and like walk down the halls or the aisleways and just like Beowulf, a tale, a tale that we will read today. Shit like that. You're like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Did I take drugs? And then Maybe. he's just, uh, yeah. He aerosolizes it throughout the room. <laughs> See colors. <laughs> there was one time my friend Eric, uh, uh, he's just a quiet kid, always like did his work and stuff, never made a made a peep in class. And he just didn't do a paper. And uh, Mr. Pinzone, just being the scatterbrained teacher that he was, assumed that instead of Eric not turning it in, he lost his paper and was like, Eric, you turned that paper in, right? He's like, yeah, dude, for sure. And <laughs> Eric got 100. <laughs> Mr. Pinzone's a, probably a cool guy. He seems like it. He, his name was uh, 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 Greg, so uh, fucking dox him and uh, us. Hell yeah. Um, just really go down the rabbit hole for this fucking uh, school teacher. But uh, he would call himself Giuseppe. He says, my real name's Giuseppe. Not, uh, Greg's not short for Gregory. It's for Giuseppe. Turns out that's his mother's maiden name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but for Halloween one uh, year, I dressed up like him by wearing a uh, polo shirt that was too small and, like, padded my tits. And then would just make fun of him. And uh, I had a, a math teacher. Who's the uh, fuck, dude? He was, like, a football guy or something like that. He was uh, next to Mr. Baz. In that hall, not Mr. Ray Cow. Uh, was was he the goofy, goofy looking, like thick yeah, he math was, teacher? He was a thick boy. He looked like he played football or something like that. But he, uh, he had glasses. Maybe I don't remember that oh. much. Probably he's very very square square head. Probably yeah, yeah 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 that guy. Yeah, I had him for math. So that guy, uh, fucking loved it. He actually. That dude, <laughs> yo, one of the teachers that just, like, actually, I think, enjoyed my humor and, and let me just riff. Because uh, one time he was, like, asking, like, how he we could have, like, he could have better helped us prepare for, uh, for, like, a test or something. And so you had everybody anonymously put on a slip. And I said, the absence of live chickens and other uh, uh, farm-like uh, farm animals in the classroom uh, when preparing really hindered, I think, uh, my performance, I believe. And he read it out loud. He's like, yo, whoever <laughs> wrote this one is great. And I was just dying laughing because I was like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I 
I was like, yeah, dude, we didn't have any barnyard animals. And I think I said it like other barnyard animals specifically. <laughs> the more specific generally, I think, the better for those kinds of uh, jokes when you just. Definitely. So, yeah, he uh, he loved the Mr. Pinzone thing because I think they were like longtime friends from like, you know, the way backs. Went to like school together or some shit. Oh, and that's so cute. He, so he really, he, he, dude, he fucking, the idea of just ribbing your friend like a kid. Just coming in, just <laughs> mocking openly for Halloween. He dressed up as one of your longtime friends and is just thoroughly and accurately roasting him. <laughs> Remember how your best friend died? <laughs> Don't I look like him? Wait. No, nah, I'm just saying that'd be funny. Right. It was like Yeah, that'd be <laughs> going going uh as your dead best friend for Halloween. That's actually pretty good. Oh man. Uh, back to swastika man. <laughs> <laughs> so it it popped up on this is for this is an npr article by the way hell yeah dude npr about swastika <laughs> swastika mountain uh they started off by talking about how is that where all the uh, nazi gold is no um <laughs> it's where all the chill gold is um so originally people rediscovered this mountain when an 81 year old and his son 81 year old and his son apparently or just got like lost hiking around exploring if you will swastika mountain but that's not the important part um <laughs> the important part <laughs> is how it got its name it was actually before all that hubble blue in the 1940s <laughs> um, and before, all the, <laughs> yeah before that guy with the funny mustache and not <laughs> charlie chaplin yeah before charlie. he ruined a facial hairstyle until michael jordan tried to bring it back in that hanes commercial keep going good old charlie um, I'll just read it because it's kind of beautiful, the picture it paints, uh, an excerpt from this article. <clears throat> he said the mountain and nearby town were named Swastika in the early 1900s, long before the Nazis. After a local ranch that bore the name and used the symbol to brand cattle. <laughs> there were cattle running around a farm with swastikas on their asses. Mm -hmm. People were like, I want... The swastika cattle, swastika cattle. I mean, it's the it's the purest of beef, is what I heard. <laughs> like, fuck Wagyu. I want the swastika. According to the U.S. Holocaust Mem Memorial Museum, the symbol signified well-being in multiple ancient societies across the world. True story. Until it was co-opted by Charlie Chaplin himself <laughs> and, and the National Socialist uh, Workers uh, Party of. Uh, Germany in the 1940s and 30s. Exactly. Dude. So all I'm saying is hashtag not my swats the cub. Bring it back. <laughs> Dude, that's actually <laughs> That'd be pretty good actually. Yeah. Hashtag not my swats the cub. <laughs> I wish. That could be the title. Do. No, it can't. <laughs> 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 but uh, it can be a clip. It's such a good message. It can be a clip, guys. Seven minutes in. Write it down. You're not writing it down. I'm really pissed at him. Uh, I don't have a notepad. You, oh. I only have a virtual notepad. Yeah, then fucking do it. Um. Uh, yeah, I just thought that was funny. It, it, it was. No, no, it, it really was. And uh, that reminds me of, like, the Nathan bit of, like, the... It's the Holocaust educational awareness. That's what the charity's for. It's not for, like, survivors or anything like that. It's to educate people that the Holocaust happened. <laughs> And you're just like, that seems like such a... 
I, I don't know how big the denier movement is, but like I guess it's big enough for people to have to address it. But guess so. I don't know. Oh, just, Nathan. Right. It's just the rehearsal and Nathan for you, uh, both like ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes and like almost nines on IMDb. Like, yeah, go watch that. Universally, I've I've said it. For, I've stressed it for years at this point that Nathan for you is quite possibly one of the greatest television shows ever. Easily, it's in modern comedy. Holy shit, dude! Good luck. I don't rewatch things, and I've rewatched it. Mainly because of you, yeah. but multiple times. Oh, dude, I fucking it's because the, pro- the I mean the the problem with like a, a a Nathan comedy and it's not like a problem in like the classic sense. I'm thinking of it as like a problem in a, a good way, I guess. Uh, because it gives you the rewatchability because there's different things that you miss in like first potentially handful of watch throughs. There's just yeah. a lot of nuance and like minute details that will get you cracking up. Like the uh, one where he's like, I have trust issues that stem from a uh, non-sexual experience that I had as a child or something like that. And when he, he's trying to describe the movement. Uh, he's just, he didn't have to say any of that. He didn't have to say any of that. But he but, did. But, he, you know, as the camera pans and, like, it just shows, like, the guy walking around and stuff. <laughs> it's just one of the funniest lines that I remember from the entire show. Oh. Such a good show. So, yeah. Uh, Adam, do you have any questions other than the swastikas? Or God damn do I. I have a thinker. And it may be called Adam's Questions, but it's a question for you, motherfucker. Wait, for, like as in like a question for me? Yeah. Actually, okay. Uh-huh. So Adam's Questions for John still works. Like, I mean, like you just, yeah, added, yeah. You just added like a, like a, like a two-parter. Exactly. Okay, so <clears throat> if you ain't got money for a cheeseburger, what do you do? Hmm. Hmm. I'm waiting. Samsung's waiting. Okay, I almost I took a sip of water at the wrong time, and I was <laughs> it like was one of those hurt swallows. <laughs> And like Adam's just like <laughs> like fucking taunting me because I'm not like talking, <laughs> and I'm trying not to laugh even more, <laughs> and also not trying to choke on this water because that's good, good audio. So um, if you ain't got money for a cheeseburger, what do you do? <laughs> uh, I'm willing to give out partial credit. Uh, um, hmm. So I assume. This is you heard this from somewhere, and you're mm-hmm. you're basically gonna the answer is a quote from somebody or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Very astute. Can I get a hint on what it came from? Was it a person or was it like a like a like a um, song or something? It is from the rapist yeah, JID with nearly twenty one million monthly listeners. Oh on no, I know about Spotify. I know, I know about JID. He's a black man with dreads. And tattoos. Do you know? Do you know he's on the Dream record label? No fucking idea. Yeah, dude. I just J. heard Cole. of him this morning. So uh, uh, I haven't listened. I haven't been privy to his new album. So I'm I'm actually unaware completely. Oh of shit! This new lyric. So I want to hear it. 
I don't think my guess is going to be on point. I'll put a guess out there mm-hmm. just because that's the, the fun of it. If you ain't got enough, uh, you got a, uh, uh, fuck someone's bitch till you get one. I don't know. I said I was going to give out partial credit, but that was a pretty shitty answer. Uh, yeah. Um, no, you make a fucking sandwich. That's a really shit. That's <laughs> wow. Jay, you would dude. know that if you listened to crack sandwich off of JID's newest album, the forever story. That's the he, only way he, you would know it. He does have uh, good um, lines on other uh, ones without knowing context. I will not agree that that is one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, Supposedly, there's a lot of sports references in his new album, so you might like it a lot. I mean, I'm not in it for just sports references. I do enjoy a good one as long as it like fits with it. But like, uh, was it off of like a uh, Down Bad dude? Wasn't it Down Bad uh, Dreamville? Yep. So, uh, Down Bad is one of uh, my favorite verses from uh, uh, your boy J.I.D. Um, I don't think you, you want to read these things, but here's <laughs> uh, here's this one. This is, uh, yeah. I was just fucked up. I was just down, down bad. <laughs> I had to tighten the fuck up, but here I am for the crown. Board of Education versus Brown. I was bored of education and left the town. Fuck a resume and cap and gown. Fuck a background check. Background when I get the check. <clears throat> that's now. Uh, <laughs> so, I actually think that that is quite the set of bars he's got there. So, it is a good reference of uh, board, uh, board of uh, Education versus Brown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where he's talking about uh, then he was bored of education, fucked the resume, cap and gown. You're like, that's that's fucking perfect. That's lovely. Uh, and you know what? He said he's going to get the check now, and that that's cool. He said fuck the background checks because he's probably saying that he has a criminal record. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It all makes sense. It all is good. I'm sure that there's some meaning behind the sandwich, especially crack sandwich. Oh, yeah, probably. That, and by the way, I listened to two other songs that were uh, wonderful. He uh, is a very talented rapper, just in terms of the skill alone mm-hmm. to use his voice to project out words in a way that you can definitely tell not many others can. Mm-hmm. He can he can change up the speeds, man. This is what the people wanted us t- breaking down Jiddy's new album, bro. Jiddy, and I'm not even saying Crack Sandwich is a bad song. I'm not in a place to make that judgment. That's just the oh, lyric dude. that yeah. stood out to me. Absolutely, I understand that. Yeah, I've, I've had that for plenty. There's, there's plenty of. Uh, have you heard the real G's moving silence like lasagna line? No. Well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's one of the most famous rap lyrics that there potentially ever has been. Is a little Wayne. He says, "Real G's moving silence like lasagna." He's saying a silent G, even though it kind of isn't silent. But <laughs> lasagna. Exactly. Can't spell Stofers without a. Adam thought this sentence uh, through, dude. This is this is the meme about uh, fucking uh, Michael Scott. Like I start talking, I have no idea what I'm even gonna say. That's <laughs> <laughs> just. It's the most fun way to talk. <laughs> Not even I know what's coming next. <laughs> really surprise myself when I start saying <laughs> racial slurs. Right. 
Not again. Oh, what? <laughs> They're like, John, did you know you're, you couldn't say that? I was like, I didn't even know I was going to say it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> the, um, uh, the thumbnail that I saw on YouTube that really caught my eye. Have you ever watched those hydraulic press videos? Yeah. Have we talked about that? Yeah, I think I watched one press Skittles and, like, uh, pool ball. Somebody went next level, and it was, like, their older, like, wife. She had, like, silver silver fox hair, dude. But Ooh. she had a uh, shirt just showing nips, dude. And yeah. it was, like, something to, like, hydraulic press. And it looked like somebody's grandmother, <laughs> like, on the thumbnail. Yeah. That's hot just, as fuck. It's, like, this grandpa just showing off his wife just trying to snag some extra clicks. And I'm just, like, what the fuck is YouTube these days? Titty streamers are, are, was already a, like an issue for me a decade ago at this point, dude. Whoops. Right. <laughs> just ignore that. And I'm just sweeping like across his desk and just almost knocking everything over. Just end it all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, titty streamers was an issue for me a decade ago before anybody really, I think, like coined titty streamer. And uh, I, I was just like, this is stupid, right? And it wasn't like front page stuff at that point. I just thought it was dumb. Because I, I I was trying to be one of those stupid YouTubers, and all my friends would just simp over some fucking chick, and I'd be like, "You're dumb, and this is dumb, and I hate you for it." And, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, like seventeen or so, not getting pussy either, and still being like, "You guys are dumb for this. They don't even live near you. What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> you should have like bribed your sister. No, what? You know, it'd be a titty streamer for you. That's gross, dude. I don't want to think about that. Come on. I don't want to like think of like no, dude. Like as no. Bro, if the front page of Pornhub taught dude. me anything, there's nothing wrong with fucking your sister. Okay? Adam's like, you should have sexualized your sister. <laughs> you should have basically been your sister's pimp, and then like you know monetize like I, I don't know your sister's fucking sexual uh, organs. Is like that sounds mm -hmm. cool, right? Mm -hmm. Or at least convinced her to do a, like a wet T-shirt. Sort of recording. Yeah, dude, at least. You could then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> See, I couldn't do that because my sister moved out already. I thought you were going to say because you're... Oh, dude, if you would have been like, because my sister's ugly, I would have laughed <laughs> so much harder, dude. Uh, oh, that would have been fucking great, dude. <laughs> I was so... Uh, this, this is what happens when people talk. I think of better punchlines to what they say sometimes. It's a, it's a, it's a gift and a curse because you're just like, ah, oh, I'd have been way better, <laughs> way more better. Yeah, fucking your family. <laughs> that being said, uh, get our new plushie, tickle me step bro, and check the, out Bad Dragon for. Wait, um, they ain't dragons, I'm gonna tell you that much. <laughs> that laugh was way more than I thought it was. Oh, man. Have I told on the podcast? Uh, it's been, if it has been, it's been probably at least two dozen episodes ago, so fuck it. Um, I had, uh, my freshman year of college, uh, I lived in, like, you know, engineering dorm and stuff where communal showers and stuff, you have to bring your caddy, wear your shower shoes, go to the showers and stuff. And uh, one of the RAs uh, was right next to one of my friend's rooms that was like kind of like the hangout area and was in between 
his his door was in between uh, the RA's door and the bathroom. Ari was coming back from the shower and stuff. Straight up, just towel in hand. We're out there, just door open, hanging out, thinking of how to make the funniest Secret Santa ever. By so we started a Secret Santa, and we we're like, okay, everybody can't just buy everybody else a dildo. <laughs> we we immediately were like, dude, everybody's just gonna ha ha, and we just all have dildos. We're like, so funny, and we're not gay either. <laughs> so ungay, dude. It's so. So sh- heterosexual of us to like just to collectively have bought like at least half a dozen dildos, right? <laughs> like, uh, bro, what if we go to Costco and we buy the dildos in bulk and then we're saving money? Yeah, dude, and then we use them together as bros, <laughs> bonding, right? So <laughs> frugality is straight so, as fuck. Gone. <laughs> so we were we were talking about. I was like, oh, man, if I had the money, I'd really splurge on the Great American Challenge dildo. And that's because most of us would go on, like, 4chan and stuff, so we knew about dragon dildos. Because that was, like, that's a, do you know about that meme? Within, like, so, like, if somebody does, like, an unboxing thread on, like, 4chan, like, the meme for the longest time is people, like, guess what it is, and they'd say dragon dildos would come up at least once. But sometimes it would be dragon dildos, and you'd be like, oh, there it is. But, like, it'd be on, like, G, which is, like, the tech uh, board, and it would just be, like, computer parts, and then sometimes a dragon dildo. It was fucking (laughs) great. (laughs) It'd be hilarious. Like, it was something even, like, dragon dildos was just the more common things. It, It could be anything fucked. But... The, like an uh, alien fleshlight. Sure. Or like a fucking pony jar. Pony jar? Pony cum jar? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be any of those things. I'm just saying it could be just gross shit. It could be anything. Okay. Um, it, it, the idea is the surprise, and it goes on in the thread where it's like they like show the progress of unboxing, and people keep guessing. So, um, yeah, we were all familiar with dragon dildos. <laughs> so I was just like, how about... The, like, largest dildo that exists, it's, like, fucking two feet long or some shit. And, like, I mean, like, the size of, like, my arm around. And uh, basically, it's, like, imagine it, like, looks like a dick, but you're getting fisted. Ooh. And uh, it's called the Great American Challenge dildo. (laughs) No one said it was going to feel good. Dude, I loved my favorite part, reading the reviews of the dildo. Like, the names on it, there'd be, like, Anal Abyss was one that I'll never forget. I was like, of course. And then there was another one It was, like, you know, Terry. Fucking gross. Classic tear. Terry. Just those names that you know it's somebody in a trailer just fucking railing themselves with some gigantic gummy worm. Hell yeah. And, and uh, well, we talked about this. We're all, like, you know, six, six or so just straight dudes gathering around just doing what dudes do. Looking on Amazon for dildos and stuff. I think it was actually on baddragon.com. We saw, like, the link to it. That's exactly it. Uh. We found it off of uh, a link to Bad Dragon and then saw it was on Amazon, like, cross-listed and stuff. And, like, some of the original, like, uh, uh, comments and stuff we were reading, reviews and everything, were from people that have baddragon.com accounts and then openly are reviewing, like, dildos on the <laughs> website. And I was like, what, like, level fucked you have to be for that to be like your reality so we were talking about that jordan walks by he's the cool ra too there was like uh one guy that was a little more uh 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 i don't know he seemed like uh he was trying to be your friend but he seemed like undercover narc turns out to be a good guy name was colton 
The other guy, Peter, he seemed like completely an arc, and uh, he ended up like leaving and stuff, and we didn't even have an RA in that room for a while. Uh, I think he did narc on some friends uh, smoking weed, but I, I think you have to. I don't even know. The uh, long story short, uh, Jordan was like the cool guy. Like he was a senior, and he basically just didn't give a fuck in comparison to most other RAs. He comes by. He's got his uh, <laughs> he's got his slides on his shower caddy towel around. So I mean, he is just very close to naked. And, and hears us talking about these dildo, this dildo and says, you guys talking about the Great American Challenge dildo? <laughs> I cannot tell you how unrealistic it sounds, but how fucking real it was. <laughs> I would bet, I mean, I will tell on my life, on anything that's holy, and everything I care about, all of it is exactly what the fuck he said. That's it's one of the most vivid memories I've ever like maintained. For like, I was like, "What?" He knew it by name. We were just <laughs> describing the dimensions of a dildo, and this guy comes by and knew specifically, or had listened to it and thought that was funny, and like walked by and like time just walked by. Mm. Never thought about that until now, but. Was he a fake ass bitch? No, he seemed or real. A real ass bitch. He seemed real because he saw us like around and stuff, and like was actually cool and stuff. Like it, he seemed like a very genuine dude. Hell yeah. He's the type of black dude to have one of his friends come by to do, uh, uh, to cut his hair. Speci- well, especially because it was like such a white college. I remember uh, a couple people telling me about how difficult it was to find, like, a, a specific, like, a barber that would, like, you know, have familiarity with cutting black hair. And, uh, yeah, that was, <laughs> he was, he was way more open about, you know, talking about a dildo than anybody I've ever, like, heard of in passing like that, ever. It's never been a thing, well, like, what the fuck? It was like a goddamn sword, and he's just like, oh, that thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Excalibur. It's like if you were talking Two. about like some like crazy conspiracy theory, and they just like say like just drop a name. You're like, what? Your car person, they like drop like the model number and stuff. And you're like, oh my god, they fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, are you guys questioning Tower Seven too? <laughs> right, like <laughs> it wasn't hit by anything. Like how does like it wasn't even like at the end of the day, they didn't, the, the official report says it wasn't hit by anything. Not that I, what was it like fucking aftershocks? It was blocks away. No other buildings went. Makes you think, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Look up, I think, is like a University of La- Alaska Fairbanks Engineering School has like a whole like three to four hour uh, thing where they go into their research, like debunking basically the entire, this episode, if we ever wanted to get blacklisted, this is the one now. Bro, oh, debunking 9-11 is so many credit hours and I have to take a lab. Sorry, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love that dude. Like that was he had it as a class. Oh, what a fucking legend that would be. Fairbanks, Alaska, just having engineering classes about debunking like the uh the nine eleven uh commission, whatever that's what they like had, like that's the official narrative of the nine eleven commission. He's like, yeah, dude, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Look, dude, thermodynamics. <laughs> but it can turn them into dragon dildos. Oh, my God. Yes, it can. <laughs> that explains everything. And on that note, see you next week. Uh.